Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to Gaming Gone Weird, a show all about the interesting, funny, but weird, but very real news that is going on in the gaming world. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and this week we are going to be talking about and giving you an insight in our thoughts on the Game Awards nominees, because the Game Awards is coming up this coming Thursday, and there's like 31 categories, so we want to give our opinion, and we would love to hear your opinion as well in the live chat, in the comments, if you're watching this later, later leave a like on this youtube video but uh every saturday at this time i do not do this show alone i have a wonderful co-host who is cresta star cresta looking beautiful today how are you doing hi first of all i said it offline i'm gonna say it online everybody love jules haircut yes yay i <laughs> chopped it all off I am doing okay. Earlier today, I was on True Hill Heat podcast. Oh, yeah. And um, I have been all over. And I'm here to talk weird games with you every Saturday and with you in chat. We love Jules the Human. We love Crest the Star. We love weird games. We love being weird and going off the rails, and hopefully this will not be any different, <laughs> but if you would like to support the show and get your comment or question read on the show, you can uh, submit a super chat. Uh, super chats are in the or in the little, there's a little money sign somewhere. I don't know. It's in the chat. It's somewhere there. Just hit one of those, any of those, and get your comment read on the show, or you can do it through our KYN chats as well. KYNchat.com uh, is another way you can do it. Just KYNchat.com in the description of this video right now there is a place to do it click it and then submit and then you will read it and all that stuff we'll get your uh comments and stuff but thank you everybody for being here uh hello oh look at all the love in the in the live chat right now but your haircut uh, is oozy thank you it oh it's oozy <laughs> I, I didn't even put that on twitter god dang okay your haircut got you out here looking oozy yeah <laughs> And apparently 22 to Cresta. Yeah, he looks young. He looks young. He, like myself, is just under 9,000 years old. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Um, That's fine. <laughs> I'll, you lump me in there with you for sure. It's my birthday on Tuesday. So it's, 9, it's going down. 9,001 <laughs> on Tuesday. But we have a lot to get into. Uh, a ton of stuff we got to go down. But we always start off the show with the question of the day. So Cresta, what is the question of the day? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your question of the day is, during the very first Game Awards, what game won Game of the Year? Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. I'll say that again, the whole thing, so we all get it on and popping. During the very first Game Awards, what game won Game of the Year? Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. Type your answers in now if you're here with us live. If you're watching this later on on YouTube, pause the video. No cheating allowed. Type your answer and then unpause the video and we'll see you at the end with the answer. Blue. This is, it's kind of weird because all of these games still have something to do mm -hmm. here right now in 2022. Yeah. The first Game Awards was held in 2014. And when I read down this list, I was like, oh, there's a new Bayonetta. Dark Souls is alive and well, the whole mm -hmm. community thing. Dragon Age, I think, is coming out with more stuff. Hearthstone, huge community going True, on. And they still. have like tournaments and everything. Still happening. So, like all these games, it was kind of a flash uh flashback, just like, oh yeah, like these are still amazing. So mm -hmm. get your uh whatever you think it is, whatever you think won game of the year, uh type down in the chat below right now. But first, before we go into all of the game award stuff, we have some news and uh 
some weird news as well, but some pretty <laughs> cool news. Uh, World of Warcraft has a new expansion called Dragonflight that released on November 28th. Uh, there's a new playable class. Let me see if I can get you a, a look at here. New playable class, Strakthir, Evoker, that can choose to either be Alliance or Horde, making this new class non-faction restricted. Uh, also new continent, talent trees, and HUD. So... I don't know what any of this means, Cresta. I need you to decipher it. And uh, <laughs> what is this about? What's why should old WoW players that maybe fell off get back into it for this? Uh, maybe not you. Maybe you won't. But like, what would entice people to get back into World of Warcraft? So I still have a lot of friends that play, and people have been playing this expansion nonstop. Oh. Um, so let's break down what you said. So can be they're not faction restricted so typically in world of warcraft you've got the horde and the alliance and if you play a human a night elf a dwarf you're an alliance if you play an undead a troll or an orc you're a horde think of it like gang members this is my gang this is your gang we don't mix streams besides the pandarians this is the only other class or race of people that you can choose to either be horde or alliance which is really cool because sometimes if you want to play Let's say I wanted to play a Blood Elf, but all my friends are Alliance. Blood Elf mm. is exclusive to the Horde. It kind of sucks because it's yeah. like now either they have to roll Horde or I have to roll Alliance and not play what I want. So if you want to try the new character, the Invoker, you're more than welcome to play with your undead homies or play with your Night Elf homies. Uh, what was the next thing? Uh, they have a new continent. So when World of Warcraft, back in the old day, you had... Uh, Kalimdor and the Eastern Kingdoms. As the expansions go on and level cap increases, you have different continents all over. So I think they added Northern, they added Outland, um, they added all these things. So there's a brand new continent. So there's more pe there's more places for new players and old players to discover and explore. And the new talent trees and HUD. So like a HUD is like where you press your buttons and you see your buttons and all that stuff. And talent trees is to make your character stronger. I saw in that video they announced it, right? And they mm -hmm. had like a some big talent trees and stuff. And mm -hmm. I was like, did did WoW not have that? I thought they already had something like that. No? They so had talent trees, but the talent trees have been revamped, changed okay. over time. Sometimes they've consolidated it. So there's always been talent trees. Like I played a rogue, so I've done combat, but specialized. Like there's three trees in rogue. So combat, oh, oh, subtlety. Uh, uh, and mutilation. There we go. Uh, oh. So you can spec into different things. So like if I was combat, I could be combat fist. So I specialize in fist weapons okay. or combat daggers where I specialize in daggers or combat swords. That's an old talent tree. They changed it now where you would pick like a class. You could be an outlander. You could be something. I don't know. I stopped playing a long time ago. Please sure. don't flame me in the comments. But yeah, like there's <laughs> a, it's a way to make the game more exciting for people, which I think is great. Plus the the dragon lady you showed at the beginning of that trailer, that's Alistraza. Sure. She's the queen of the dragons. She's always been that girl, girl. So in being able to play Dragonflight, if you've played before, it calls back to a lot of those memories. Nostalgia sells. And <laughs> I want to be one of these little dragon guys. I'm not going to hold you. The blue one in the back, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'd be a menace. Yeah. <laughs> that looks so cool. And it you does. mentioned uh, the, the panda the panda race right pandarians, like that was like a yeah. pandarians there that was a huge thing i remember that happened a while ago now yeah when that came out but i remember at the time i was like yo this is cool i wasn't even into wow but even i knew about it mm -hmm. i was like yo you could be a panda i was like that's cool so now this is gonna be i mean for us laymen that 
don't play. I'm like, yo, that's cool. I want to be a dragon. So yeah, Cressa, should I lose my life to WoW? I, I'm I'm ready to give my life to something. So for now, it was manga. I can't tell you yes because I am a former WoW addict, so I can't tell you yes with good conscience. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because once you go down that rabbit hole, you can beat the content that you came to beat. Okay, and then what? Now you want to go back and do old content, and now you're down a rabbit hole, and now you got to get a tune. Now you got to do this. And next time I see you, you're going to be like, Cresta, yeah. what did you do to me? <laughs> I'm not going to be showing up because I'm like, oh, I got a raid. I'm still raiding right now. Oh, we'll be man, on the day like, Jules, did you see anything? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about the news? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'm doing this right. Um, it's, what are your thoughts about this new World of Warcraft expansion? Are you going to check it out? It looks pretty cool to me but i don't know anything i don't know do you want to be a dragon let us know send us a super chat or a kyn chat kynchat.com uh the link is in the description of this video so cresta um it may be a little different for you i don't know i don't i'm not too big of a fan of kids but if you have if you're having a kid you would think it would be important right you would think if you're in the process of somebody somebody's uh, uh pregnant or anything like you would think that's a big deal, right? I, I mean, I would too. You have the baby shower, you know, you got the family yeah. coming over, you buy the little bassinet, little baby booties. Yeah, all, all the stuff that comes yeah. with a baby, <laughs> well, bringing a life into the world. But there was a guy that went viral on TikTok because he's playing Call of Duty while his wife or girlfriend is giving birth to their child. I'm going to play it here for a little bit. She's there in the bed, and bro, he's grinding out skins. Come on, getting those snipes in. <laughs> I mean, I, I okay. What do you? What? What is he gonna do? He can't push the baby out. I, I mean, okay, okay. Is it right? But like, if she's over there dying, or she's morphined up, if you will, or I think an epidural. I don't know. I too am not interested in children. <laughs> sure, um, we don't. We don't know the whole yeah thing like, that's going on there what but... can he do what can he, he can't tell her like he can't push the lump down like what can he do <laughs> i know okay i'm not physically capable of having a kid but i know if i'm there and i'm like in pain and like hour five and i see somebody over there playing video games <laughs> and <laughs> i'm doing this i know i would be mad so you want the know. sticks you want the controllers out <laughs> But like, Yo. what can you do in that situation? Like, I'm mad. I'm in pain. Okay, you want to play? Yeah, <laughs> I brought an extra control, or you can do two player. I don't know. I prepared for this. I even put extra grips on it so you don't yeah. break it. <laughs> or the first thing that your kid like holds on to when they come out is a controller. So you gamer for life. You gotta start them early. You gotta start, start them, them early. early. Wow. I don't I know. Mean, I again what 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 can he do there what can okay. he realistically do there? yeah i didn't think about that but i know from the opposite i like I how guess. you took his perspective but i'm taking her perspective i mean You're, i get it but like yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> like you good yeah listen if you feel you some type of way i got an extra control you you want you want the sticks i got you <laughs> <laughs> I could change games. I mean, I can put God of War on. Yo, if you play God of Smash? War, yeah, <laughs> Smash, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of opinions. It was just really funny. <laughs> so 
something weird that went viral on TikTok. I don't know. What do you think he should have done? Do you think he should have got a controller for her? Or do you think he should help out in some way? Let us know. Uh, <laughs> send us a super chat, KYN chats. Uh, let us know your comments down below. But um, this one's also weird. Uh, we've got some right. weird ones uh, before we get this is the last one before we get into the Game Awards stuff. But Microsoft, you know, makes Xbox stuff, a bunch of Xbox controllers, Xbox games, all that stuff. Well, for the holidays and for that special somebody that's an Xbox gamer, um, they have something, a new accessory for your Xbox controllers. And they are selling mini, uh, <laughs> mini hoodies. For your controller, um, in case your Xbox controller gets cold, uh, you can put a little hoodie on it. And this was, as far as I can tell, it seems real. I don't know. I'm not going to buy one. I don't. Oh, maybe I can get one for my dad. Oh, that'd Some be cool. child is going to put some small pet inside of that hoodie. <laughs> some poor gerbil is about to be yeah. swagged out on TikTok. Some poor kitten. Some little baby pug is gonna look at the camera like, "Why oh. did you do this?" So I, I think they're cute, but I'm telling you, if I was a kid, when I was a kid, all those millennia ago, I would have done that. I would have. I have a baby kitten, a little tiny kitten. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cold. You an Xbox kitten now. <laughs> <laughs> You're branded by Microsoft now, Kitty. But like, what is the when you're in the room? pitching this like where was your head at like that's what i thought of like somebody had to approve of this many Memes. people had to approve of this and they're like you know what we've been thinking we've already sold we've been around forever mm -hmm. we've already sold everything they did sell a refrigerator yeah they're they're thinking outside the box at least i think my uncle has one of those fr fridges normal fridge but it's xbox <laughs> but now you can have a little hoodie uh for your controller just in time for the holidays uh you can purchase it and <laughs> you know what i think we're not giving them enough credit holidays, it's innovative family comes together and some families like to play video games and i know for one when i'm playing with my family i get real competitive and my hands get sweaty i could throw a little sweater on the little thing <laughs> It'll soak you up the sweat. They can't move the sticks, though. Unzip the, unzip. Oh, that's why they have the zipper. Yeah, I missed the you zipper. There you go. You're right. Yeah. I know my hands are sweaty. I know my hands get real sweaty. Knees weak, mom spaghetti. What's, what's the hood for, though? Swag. Put some snacks. Uh, snacks? <laughs> yeah, but you're like, they're gaming. And then you just like have a hoodie full of M&Ms and then you're just like there. Honestly, just like this, like. Yeah. And then just. Big D-Gen hours. <laughs> what do y'all think about these mini hoodies for your Xbox controllers that Microsoft is selling? Um, are you going to buy one? Can I have one? Can you buy Cresta one? Let us know. Send us a super chat or a KYN chat <laughs> to get your comments and thoughts read on the show. Okay. Enough news. We're here to talk about the Game Awards uh, that are coming up on December 8th, this coming Thursday. And we're going to read off some of the, or all of the categories. Well, most of them we're going to care about. Some of them I don't personally care about. So I'm fine with like not talking a whole lot because I don't know everything about everything on this list. So I got you for almost everything. There's sure. some things I'm like, I have no knowledge. So I'm not even going to pretend. But yeah. the things that I have, sometimes I'm going to pretend like I'm an expert. <laughs> 
uh yeah for sure uh that's what i do every day but <laughs> so let's go down the categories and the nominees and give our thoughts and probably probably predict and we would love you uh to interact with us and give your thoughts if you're live here uh give your thoughts and uh let us know what you're really rooting for again you can go to thegameawards.com and get your official vote in any votes here are not counted they're counted in our hearts but not for them actually winning so thegameawards.com is how you can vote you just sign in and you, you can vote for whatever you want but uh game of the year they start you off with I the first. I feel like we should we should end oh. on that one. We okay, do you want to go from the bottom up? We can go from the hey, bottom up. Hey, you know what? That's a good idea. But even yeah. on the site, they were like, you know what? This is how we started off. Game of the year. I'm like, but y'all end the show with game of the year. Nice. Next yeah, yeah, try. exactly. Uh, let's go. Some of the bottom ones are the ones I'm not the. I don't know much about. So I got you. I got okay. you. Pan. pan. Uh, so starting from the bottom, best esports event. Uh, Evo 2022, 2022 League of Legends World Championship, PGL Major Antwerp 2022, or oh no, there's five. Uh -huh. Okay. Oh, there's five. Oh, Jesus. The 2022 Midseason Invitational or the Valorant Champions 2022. Um, for me, I feel it's like League of Legends is always pretty big, or the uh -huh. Valorant Champions is pretty big. The Valorant Cup looks insane all the time. Like the championship actually it's done really well i'm always super impressed with the valorant casting um with the way it's all set up it doesn't seem just thrown together i'm like mm -hmm. i'm really impressed with how it's done and it's it's up there for me with league of legends so i think those two are what i'm gonna be predicting to win maybe or hopefully win but what are your thoughts on these i think riot also owns valorant so that makes yes. sense that makes sense um personally i always love the hype around evo 2020 i mean uh, any evo championship i should say but i'm gonna go ahead and give this one to league of legends they had little nas x come on now i come forgot about that now. they did that man had a whole song before come on now like league of oh. legends really puts out for their championships i gotta mm. give it to league of legends there i mean they've been doing it for how long they've been doing that stuff forever like league maybe six seven eight years because i know they're yeah. like 10 11 years old now but they didn't always have a world so like the first two years or something like that got you yeah what i love was the little nas x stuff but also like the the marketing with him he did it mm -hmm. really well we've we've even mentioned it on the show before but it's just like it just made it super unique so yeah yeah okay i totally forgot about that yeah yeah 22 this, this year was a lot so. <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on even right now 2022 league of legends world championship yeah i'll go with you on that that wasn't bad. yeah i mean not for nothing too i'm not familiar with pgl or um or valorant in general but if valorant's owned by riot and league of legends is their firstborn son you know what i mean so mm -hmm. I mean, sure. I'm not shitting on Valorant by any means. I'm just not in, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. Sure. Um, best esports coach. I don't uh, know any of these people. That's true. Me too. Um, Blade. I'll read them by their, by their handles. Blade, uh, Natus Vincere, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive. Uh, oh, this is hard to, what the? Bizka. Bizka. Uh, who is the coach for Loud in Valorant, Doom Bros, who is the uh, coach for FPX Valorant, uh, Roban, who is the coach for FaZe Clan in Counter-Strike, Score, who is the coach for Gen.G in League of Legends. Um, I hope they all win. I hope they do well. 
I that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not the biggest esports guy. I um, like esports, but not like that. Not yeah. like keeping stats and numbers and all that stuff. So it's it's kind of wild that they have so many esports categories in the game awards, but then it's not. I don't know. That's I cool. mean, people, while we are not that invested, if we just go back to the best esports event, look at how many people showed up for Valorant, even sure. with just League of Legends alone. You know, I'm I do remember the mid seasonal invitate the mid season invitational, and there was still a lot of people there. Us just emerging from the pandemic. So if you follow it, follow it like a lot of people do. You know these guys, you know these teams like that. I am a buster. I'm one of those World Cup fans. I show up for the major tournaments and that's it. You're USA at the World Cup. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And if my team get knocked out, who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for that guy now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So all of those, I hope y'all do well. Uh, Best esports team, Dark Zero Esports and Apex Legends, FaZe Clan for Counter-Strike, Gen G for League of Legends, LA Thieves, Call of Duty, and Loud for Valorant. All I play um, is League of Legends. Gen G. Sure, then Gen G. Sure, LA Thieves. Uh, I I know some of them. They're they're fairly. They changed over uh, to be a part of Hundred Thieves and stuff. They're doing okay. They're still not the winningest team. I don't know. I don't have any affiliation with anybody. I just don't like Phase Clan to be honest. That's my bias. A you lot like of those anybody but Phase Clan. <laughs> yeah, honestly, a lot of the creators are just kind of not great dudes and it's like okay not well, a nice girl hmm. mimi and we yeah. see you <laughs> yeah. uh best esports athlete another one uh not too familiar with all these people chavi for Genji in league of legends faker from t1 in league of legends kerrigan who is part of Hayes clan counter-strike uh simple who is from not a sincere in counter-strike and yay who's a part of cloud nine in valorant the only person I know whose career I follow is Faker. Okay. I always enjoy Faker. Faker innovates the middle lane in League of Legends like nobody's business. And you can't ban him out because he plays everything. Damn near everything. And even if he plays something as a joke, he's probably better than most people who play it for serious. <laughs> I, that man, he's a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. Um, I think T1 lost this year. Um the world championships and mm-hmm. people were saying that faker was going to retire Ooh. but i don't think that's going to happen now because the last time faker lo- lost at the world championships he cried but then he came back that next year and was a monster Sheesh. so the reign of terror like randy orton <laughs> triple h he's about to come back even better stronger faster <laughs> mm-hmm. all right that's where we're putting our our vote here but okay let's go into best esports game uh mm. this is difficult and i think we we might have some uh some problems here counter-strike global offensive dota 2 league of legends rocket league or valorant um as far as games go i really hate the look i have a bias because i like pretty games mm-hmm. and i want my games to be pretty and i know counter-strike has been a staple in competitive gaming and just gaming in general but it looks like crap and it looks so ugly dude don't even tell me that the sand looks pretty valorant looks gorgeous valorant is a a pretty much ripoff with abilities of counter-strike it looks gorgeous i'm gonna play that you know but i can't deny that counter-strike has their shit together because they've been around for so long and they've Mm -hmm. done their stuff so um I'll either say Counter-Strike or League for best esports game. 
So our opinions only differ in the sense of I like esports, but if you are someone who's a casual and you've never played League of Legends, you are not going to be able to follow that game at all. At I all. never did. And this is this is someone who likes League of Legends. I don't I think if you know, you know, and it can be fun, but I don't think it's an accessible for everyone type of esports game. Now, I'm gonna have to say Counter Strike for that for the reasons you listed. It has its stuff together. A lot of people understand first person shooters. And while Valorant can look pretty, if you don't understand how drops work or like using your ultimate abilities or your special abilities really work, and you're a super casual and you're mm -hmm. just getting it like you like America in the World Cup and you're <laughs> just getting into it, you're not really gonna be able to follow that one. I would say for the most accessibility, easy to understand. And that's how if someone's watching it for the first time and they see that, I can do that. It's how you sucker them. I got to say Counter-Strike, and I love League of Legends. I think Valorant and League of Legends put on a better esports event than Counter-Strike. But mm -hmm. Counter-Strike overall is a better game to watch because you can understand it. Because if they had a fighting game, that's what I would say. Because you understand that. Beat this person up till they don't move no more. Two people fighting. They have health bars. Exactly. Well, along the, that same line of thinking, well, I would bring Rocket League up to you. Mm -hmm. Rocket League's... Three, three little cars. It's soccer, but with cars and stuff. But I think where Rocket League does well on the accessibility part, I don't uh -huh. think they do well with their actual events. Not as good as the other ones, I don't yeah, think. And agreed. it's not as high profile. Like, it's super easy to pick up. Yes. I'm sure people understand what it is, what's going on. But as far as, like, I don't know. People just don't, the mainstream don't grasp it as openly as some of the other mm -hmm. ones some um, people have even called it a kid game like along the lines of minecraft and whatnot and it can be competitive but sometimes when people automatically assume it's a kid game they don't want to play it pokemon unite is a firm example of that <laughs> i like pokemon unite but facts yeah. are facts yeah uh let us know your best what you would pick for best esports game uh counter-strike dota league of legends rocket league or valorant that was a pretty big one most anticipated uh, video game that should be coming out in the future uh we have final fantasy 16 uh by square enix hogwarts legacy by warner brothers uh resident evil 4 the remake uh by capcom starfield bethesda game studios or legend of zelda tears did we find out if it was tears or tears it's tears, tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom like sad Mm -hmm. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Starfield, or The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. <sighs> I've got to say, most anticipated. I love love Final Fantasy 14. I know that one's more global. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4, I'm personally the most excited about that remake. Mm -hmm. Starfield, I know they've put in a lot of work, that company. Yeah. But legend of zelda after breath of the wild yeah i'm sorry there's, there's only one winner here no no offense to other things but tears of the yeah tears of the kingdom easy easy peasy lemon squeezy breath of the after this is the sequel if y'all don't know to breath of the wild they didn't call it breath of the wild 2 mm. as a lot of people thought of but there is like a short little trailer that they release and it's called tears tears you want to see tears tears for fairs tears, <laughs> tears of the sadness of the kingdom there um but i think that one just after having such a stellar game mm -hmm. and all the hype and for it being what it was and so good 
and really testing the limits of the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. and pushing it and being such a another great Zelda game in its lineage. I think this one's the most anticipated. I don't know. I have to agree. Breath of the Wild absolutely blew everyone away when it came out. It was an open world. Yes, it was open world, but you had things to do and it was really accessible if you wanted to just go fly around. It was it was a great game. So when we heard about this one before, people were like, ah, yeah, come, 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 come. and I think the only one that comes close and if first place is up here, second place is down here. And I want to say that Starfield and a lot of that has mm-hmm. to do with the fact that they're not doing anything with Elden Ring until they finish up with Starfield. People are like, OK, hurry up. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Wait, let's go. Let's get it going. Um, yeah, all of these are really good though. Most of them, most of mm-hmm. them. Starfield, I didn't know about until recently. Same. Uh, I didn't hear about it, and then they were just like, "Yeah, we've been working on this one for a while, like for a long time." I was like, "Oh, okay." We had did uh, an episode earlier where we were talking about Bethesda and Elder Scrolls, and in looking at Bethesda's site and all the things. Um, and also on Reddit, everyone is saying that they're not doing anything else with another Elder Scrolls until they finish Starfield. And they've been working on Starfield. So I'm like, this game is probably going to be the Tits McGee. Yeah. I have full faith in it. But people right now are on their uh, Elden Ring crack. And they're like, hurry up. Hur- yeah. I need that. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best adaptation. Well, we have quite a few here. Best adaptation uh, from a video game. Arcane League of Legends by Riot Games and Netflix, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, who is Studio Trigger, CD Projekt Red, and Netflix, The Cuphead Show by Studio MDHR, King Feature Syndicate, and Netflix, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sega Paramount Pictures, or Uncharted with the PlayStation Productions or Sony Pictures. Did you, which ones did you see or did you hear the most about that kind of stick out to you here? To quote Judge Judy, I've seen exactly the hero of any of these. Um, Wrestling and RuPaul's Drag Race has got a grip on me. Everyone I know who has watched Arcane has... Maybe people said that the use of Imagine Dragons was repetitive. But everyone (laughs) has, like, they love Arcane. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I didn't even know there was a Cuphead show. And I love Cuphead. I would absolutely watch a Cuphead show. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2... That was the one with Jim Carrey. People did like that one. I don't know. And I want to say it. I want to say it is arcane because even now people are like, "Where's there a season two? Where's this person coming to League of Legends?" And Riot's had a really good year. Riot's had an amazing yeah. year. So I, I probably give it to Arcane. I've never seen it. I, you know, if if it wins, great. If somebody else wins, also great. That time when Arcane came out, right after that, there was a character in Arcane that was not in League of Legends that people mm-hmm. were like, we want to see this person. But he actually came to Teamfight Tactics uh, as like an exclusive mm-hmm. only in Teamfight Tactics. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Um, I had played it at the time. Man, this one's difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Not be, I mean, I've seen everything but the Cuphead show. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is good. Not great. I don't think Uncharted is... Mm, not good and uh <laughs> uh it really comes down to honestly oh the misery is right honestly up until like two weeks ago or so i would have been like all in on arcane league of legends mm-hmm. love arcane it was so good it got me to play it and i love the story of it mm-hmm. cyberpunk edge runners though 
that's close really close second cyberpunk edge runners i did not think i was gonna like it as much as i did the animation is gorgeous and the story is really interesting and the world building is really awesome for somebody that never i didn't play any cyberpunk okay and then i watched it and then i started playing the game and then i was like oh this is really cool so i think Honestly, they just have really good stories. So Arcane or Cyberpunk Edge Runners, um, leaning towards Arcane, I think. Just because I think it'll be Arcane too. With everything and all the good press it got, I really think it'll be Arcane as well. Mm, everybody was just would not stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh best debut indie game. We have Neon White, uh by Annapurna Interactive, Norco, Geography of Robots and Raw Fury, Stray, Blue Twelve Studio, Annapurna Interactive, Tunic by Tunic Team and Finji, and Vampire Survivors by Pondcole. Um, Any of these kind of stick out to you for their best debut indie game? I like Tunic. I think Tunic is such a sweet game. So cute. But Stray is going to steamroll this. Hell yeah. I'm sorry to say, and Stray is an amazing, beautiful game. And it hurts my heart because Tunic is such a pretty game. It's so Mm -hmm. simple and sweet. I mean, nothing against any other game. But Stray is up there with Game of the Year. Yeah. I I said this when I voted. Um, I was like, this one, I think Stray is a shoe-in for. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other categories, because it's it's in a bunch of other categories, we're going to yeah. get to it. But those Stray is fighting uphill for. And it'll be a steal if they get those other ones. But I think for now, I think a, a, a this lot. This is the one guaranteed win. Guarantee win. I think Stray's got it. I'm just really happy that Vampire Survivors and Neon White got like a mm-hmm. nod. And um, Saint those, Tunic for me. Yeah, they were uh, like, yeah, like all these games are just so um, like interesting. Interesting mm-hmm. first games are sort of pushing outside the box of what gaming can be and really yeah. uh, expressing different ways to make a game enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I think though, like this category is really cool because there's full of that. It's just full yeah. of weird games that are just fun and people really took to them. So I think both of us, me and Cresta are going stray on this one. Meow baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's on our, uh, he's on our thumbnail content creator of the year. Uh, Carl Jacobs, Ludwig, Nebelian, No Brew, or Cutie Cinderella? Jules the Human. Oh, one nomination. Thank you so much. I choose Crest the Star. Ah, period. Shut it down. The award show is over. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Okay. And I feel bad because I'm like, I'm a content creator myself, but I'd be so in my own lane. The only one I kind of recognize is Ludwig, but I don't know where I recognize him from. So my vote is for Jules the Human. Final answer, locking those lyrics. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Ludwig's good. He makes a lot of good content. I think that's who I would vote for, too. Cutie Cinderella, um, they are together, Ludwig and Cutie. And she does Aww. like a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, yesterday I saw, she was doing like a Christmas event where she has just a bunch of content creators come over into a big, like, music hall and they just like sing karaoke christmas music and they were doing a bunch of stuff so like she always puts on really cool events with a lot of different people um i think the other ones are just kind of like uh, i know carl jacobs jacobs is kind of a minecrafter i could be wrong uh but the other ones are just kind of content creators but i think ludwig for sure if anything it's i'm surprised dream isn't on there or is dream last year that's true i mean just content creator of the year 
I feel like Dream should be on here. He, yeah. he was a big deal bef- even before he uh, showed his face. And then after, as the internet was like, I mean, show your face. And then they roasted him after they did that. <laughs> he he does get the most views. He gets more views than all of these, probably combined. So again, um, I'm surprised he's not on here. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why he wouldn't be. I think Carl Jacobs was on like close to that circle mm-hmm. of Minecraft YouTubers. But I don't know. Uh, Ludwig for us locking it in. We should have got a buzzer. Uh, best <laughs> best multiplayer game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, which is the newest one, Infinity War and Activision Multiverses by Player First Games and uh, WB Games, Overwatch mm-hmm. Two by Blizzard, Splatoon Three by Nintendo, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge by Tribute Games Dotemu. I was thoroughly impressed about multiverses. I mm-hmm. played it and it was a lot of fun. I don't currently play it anymore. I'm not the biggest uh, fan of a fighting game, but for a while it was a lot of fun and multiverses was beautiful. It had all the characters, you know, and love, and there was like really low latency. It played, I was really impressed because it played well and it played, uh, sort of like a smash bros. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is really nice. Uh, but I do think it's going to go, <laughs> to call of duty i don't know there i see a lot of call of duty twitter that's complaining about this game but they know they're gonna buy the next one and i'm just Uh like but also i don't know overwatch 2 had a really good year as well uh what do you think i am gonna start with the one i absolutely love which is teenage mutant ninja turtles i will say after you've beaten the game with everybody there's nothing left to do there's no challenges there's no extra boards and it's not being updated after you beat it with all the characters what are are you doing you know okay but i do enjoy that one out of all of these um I'm going to say that it's going to be Overwatch. Even though people complain about Overwatch, much like Call of Duty, people will still play Overwatch. It would have been multiverses for me, but much like you said, everyone I know who was hyped to play multiverses now does not play it at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know if it's a lack of finding people to play or no one has the game or whatever it is, but everyone loves it, but no one's playing it. And it kind of sucks. So I think it's going to end up going to Overwatch because I did see the Call of Duty complaints online. So... It's probably going to go to Overwatch. It's probably going to go to Overwatch. Probably Overwatch. Um, We got to start speeding through some of these because <laughs> uh, we're going to be here for like two hours. We're still at the bottom. Yeah, we're still at the bottom. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, let's go into uh, best sports and racing game. I don't race. I'm not, I'm not a next, drifter. Next, next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's go. Best simulation and strategy game. Um. Uh, best simulation or strategy game dune spice wars mario x rabbids uh sparks of hope total war warhammer 3 two point campus or victoria 3 i've heard so many people talk about two point campus Mm -hmm. i don't even know what it's about it just looks really cute and uh i'm gonna say that or mario i liked mario raving rabbits i like the first one i do i haven't played any of these so let me put that on front street but i have seen gameplay of everything except victoria 3 and out of all of those three mario rabbits is the best way to get your overwatch not overwatch um uh it's 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 one uh, not so common what was that one with the aliens and the war xcom thank you it's it's the best way to get your xcom fixed without getting brutally murdered <laughs> yeah yeah constantly for sure um 
Marvel Midnight Suns is like that too, mm-hmm. which is something I'm thinking about picking up. Okay, best family: Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Mario Rabbids, uh, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, or Splatoon Three. Best family game? Yeah, probably Splatoon or Lego. I Wars. I think Splatoon. Splatoon Three. A lot of people loved it. It looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The colors are vibrant. And I think it's there. Also sports, though. Nintendo Switch Sports. I mean, I'm thinking about the whole family. So let's say mom, dad, 30s, 40s, kids is 10, 12, maybe someone who's five. Um, Rabbit seems a little bit too much strategy. Sure. Nintendo Sports, you have a good point. Everyone understands that. And only the younger kids are really going to play Splatoon. The parents are going to pick it up twice and be like, what the f- is this? <laughs> <laughs> So that's why my mind automatically went to the Star Wars because I'm like, yeah, Star Wars is universal pretty much. Yeah, and that's easy. That's a platformer. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. But I would, yeah, I think I would say Splatoon three for sure. You know what? I want everyone to win. <laughs> Best fighting game: DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All Star Battle, The King of Fighters, Fifteen, Multiverses, or Sifu. Uh, Sifu looked really interesting. Mm. I'm going with multiverses. King oh? of Fighters was cool. But like if we're talking about the best fighting game out of yeah. everything I've seen here, King of Fighters was cool, and so was JoJo's, so is DNF. But multiverses got the biggest pop. I, I is Sifu the one with the panda? Um Sifu, I thought, was was it it was a guy. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't think it had a panda in it, though. Okay, so then I was wrong. I'm going with multiverses. I was surprised that not a lot of people knew about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game? I didn't know it was a game. And I didn't see anybody talk about it. Like, there was a lot of fans of JoJo's. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about it. But yeah, I'll go with you, uh, multiverses, as far as this year. Next yeah. year, it's going to be nowhere. But yeah. this year, it hit this the This year, it made a big splash. Let's, I'll give mm-hmm. credit where credit is due. It may, it may be sleeping now. It might be dead next year. Who knows? Best role-playing game. Uh, Elden Ring. We finally see that name coming up. <laughs> Elden Ring, Live Alive, uh, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Triangle Strategy, or Xenoblade Chronicles 3. This is when things start getting tough. Because to me, this is between Pokemon and Elden Ring. I think Xenoblade is in a close third or even second, third of fluctuate, but I think it's going to be Elden Ring. I think uh, Triangle Strategy had a really cool concept and looked really good mm-hmm. and very interesting graphics. But uh, I think we mentioned it on the Pokemon episode that this is the only one that Pokemon Legends Arceus is in, I think. Yeah. I think that this is the only one that it's nominated for. So I know it's going to be Elden Ring, but I'm going to vote for Arceus. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah. Why don't we do I'm voting for Arceus, I know. Too. Because Elden, Elden Ring, Ring will win something else. They're going to win something, <laughs> so they don't need to take it. If they, this is your only nomination. I think that's the only nomination for Triangle Strategy, too. But Darn. Pokemon Legends, um, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Best action adventure game, A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, or Tunic. Best action adventure game. I know it's going to be God of War, but I'm voting for Stray. It's God of War. I mean, I wouldn't even... uh, Well, okay. I don't think the community is behind Tunic as much, but 
as for like my vote, I would say Tunic is up there because it's a little yeah, cute it adventure is game. Too, but I love cats. I love every Stray. kind of cat. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it'll probably be God of War. But yeah. again, voting for Stray. Uh, best action game, Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Revenge. Best action game. Probably going to Bayonetta 3. Most likely going to Bayonetta 3. But uh, some, of, some of these things have not been nominated for other things. So I'm going to go with Neon White just because I like to little a little spicy. But it's probably going to go to Bayonetta 3. It, yeah. Controversy aside, is good game. Is good game. Is good do game. We, do we see the Call of Duty community actually voting for its game? Like, do you think they'll be like, ah, oh, we're not voting for our game because y'all need to fix so-and-so? I mean, maybe, but not... I will say, or I would like to believe that video game fans are just a little bit more educated. And if sure. you see something, like if you like shooters, you like a broad selection of shooters. And if you're, one of your favorite shooters is crappy, I'm going to vote for the shooter that's the best. You have some people who will absolutely blind vote and some people who won't vote at all. So... Um, I think that they shouldn't vote it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that one's up in the air. Best action game, I think, for me. I, I'm okay. not too sure. Neon White looks cool. I know it's probably be Bayonetta three. Yeah. Um, do we need to go over best VR game? I don't play. I don't play. Any I VR didn't games. play any of those. And Among Us in VR sounds like terror, and I don't know, man. I, I crit my pants. There was a video of somebody scaring a little kid in VR. Uh, Among Us. I don't no think we course. looked at it, but uh, <laughs> innovation in accessibility. So this is uh, games that have uh, accessibility innovations that were really good. As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, or The Quarry. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's going to be God of War. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say God of War too, but it also reminds me of when we had J-Rock on the yeah. show when we talked about accessibility in games. So it's like, what accessibility did you charge extra for it? Let's talk about is it built in, stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't have any sort of context sure. on what they put in for the accessibility, but people are going to see God of War and be like, God of from War. What, yeah, from what I saw, I think The Last of Us Part 1 and God of War Ragnarok, there was just an abundance of settings that you could change for color, okay. for sound, for different things like that. I know for sure Last of Us Part 1, and I think it was more of like the visual settings for God of War, um, just to help visually impaired people. Um, but it's more like that. It's not actually like accessories or anything. It's just mm -hmm. abundance of settings that you could make the game best for you because okay, everybody's well. different. Um, best community support. <laughs> this is a recognizing a game for its outstanding community. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky. I feel like this is No Man's Sky because I can oh. there's, there's three communities in it. I know are toxic, so I'm confused. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no Man's Sky. I was gonna say Final Fantasy 14. Because of how big it was, and everybody was so nice. I That's played Final Fantasy fourteen for so long. I uh, played two hundred hours of it, and I did not run into somebody that was mean. And I was on the Reddit, and I was everywhere, and everybody was just so nice. And I was like, "Oh, this is so different! Like, this is so dope." 
I played Final Fantasy for like a hot three seconds. So I don't have like anything. And the only other thing I know about Final Fantasy 14 is that there was this clip going around of some girl taking down this other girl. It's like, you called us crap on your stream. We all heard it. I'm so glad that we're not raiding with you anymore because you're the reason why we kept wiping. So have a good night. F you. Go to hell. I was like, oh my God. Dang, but you're, now that I'm thinking about it, I've never met someone, even when we were doing raids and I was like, shit in the best. I was like, you know, it's okay. Just make sure you move a little faster. <laughs> Dang, she should have leveled higher. Idiot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she should have leveled higher. I don't know. Maybe just get better gear, your, scrub. Yeah, <laughs> attune your gear, Jesus. Um, but I don't know. Do you, you, do you say me. No Man's Sky? No, you've swayed me. Final Fantasy 14 is going to be my answer. I, like I said, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it was just really good. I I'd never heard of that's why it surprised me. I haven't heard anybody from the No Man's Sky community. I, I just not... feel like that game's been out forever and I, I, people are clearly playing it. You yeah. know what I mean? So. I've I've seen people be toxic in Apex. I've seen people definitely be toxic in Destiny. And Fortnite can be a clown fiesta at times. I'm like, it can't be those three. It cannot be those three. <laughs> oh, best mobile game. Uh, Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, or Tower of Fantasy. That's rough. Honestly, I figured I just figured out right now that I'm a mobile gamer because I played all of these. <laughs> I played all of these on mobile. Yeah. Um, I remember what I picked. I really enjoy Marvel Snap right now. I really enjoyed Tower of Fantasy for a hot minute. I know a lot of people are going to pick Genshin Impact, but the Apex Legends mobile team has been doing some amazing things. They're a different team from the Apex Legends main mm -hmm. game. So they're adding a lot of stuff that the main game doesn't have and i'm like yo this is cool so i think i picked them because i like their what they're doing over there but i'm actually going with tower of fantasy Ooh. Uh, i do like genshin impact and i was gonna pick marvel snap however marvel snap just came out and if you're not like a card person it may be the learning curve may be a little hard for you a lot of people really still like Tower of Fantasy. And a lot of the gripes people had with um, Genshin and Yohoverse, Tower of Fantasy, for the most part, has been able to, to fix that and make it exactly like Genshin, but different. So my vote for that one is Tower of Fantasy. It looked gorgeous. I mm -hmm. played it for a while. Looks fantastic. Uh, love it. And uh, like they said in the chat, Marvel Snap is very good. I'm almost at uh, collection level 1000, so I've been playing it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> that, means Presta, that means I have pretty cards. I'll show you my cards Hell later. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, best indie game. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, or Tunic. Best indie game. Ugh. I have my top three, and I, my heart's gonna be broken no matter who they pick because yeah. these are really good games. <laughs> uh, I think I picked when I did my like official vote. I think I did Cult of the Lamb just because that is a good game. That's my number I really three liked one. it, but I really just want Stray to go home with something. So I, I feel that same way for Tunic. I feel that same way for <laughs> Tunic. Yeah, we've seen Tunic a couple times already. Yes, but it's hard because it's like. When you have Tunic in the same category as Stray, and I like puzzle games where you have to find something to go do this, and Tunic is very much that, and it's beautiful. So is Stray, though, but Stray, more people played. And if I'm going to, it's probably going to be Stray, but damn it, I want Tunic to win something, too. I want yeah. Cult of the Lamb to win something, too. And it's the first time I've seen Cult of the Lamb. 
Yeah, I think that's the only time other than one more. Um, it's what are y'all's thoughts? Let us know. This one's a pretty hard one. Yeah. Um, going on to the next one, best ongoing game: Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Fortnite, or Genshin Impact. Fortnite. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think I picked Destiny Two or Final Fantasy Fourteen because Destiny Two, um, people are still playing that. People are still yeah. hyped about it. And like it, it doesn't seem. It seems like it's got, it's it's got on the right track and stayed there. I think people that are enjoying it are enjoying it. People that are playing it are enjoying it. Same with thing, same thing with Final Fantasy fourteen. They just did another expansion recently. I think that there's nothing bad that could happen to this game, and I just think it has everything going for it. So Final Fantasy fourteen, Destiny two. But I know the most player base is Genshin Impact. So. I mean, even that being said, I would go ahead and say there's an argument really for Final Fantasy XIV winning that. Um, again, I am not a Final Fantasy XIV player, but the rating, the modifications, everything, I say behind that, though, is Fortnite. Because Fortnite always got a new season. They had Ariana Grande. They had Little Nas X, too. They had everybody. Like, they had everybody. So like, When can we I, get gaming on weird skins? Come on now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I do like Genshin Impact, but a lot. As someone who used to play, a lot has fallen off. The gotcha was fun, and now it's no longer fun. So I'm really going to give that one to Final Fantasy XIV because Destiny is good, but I feel like more people play Final Fantasy XIV. It's been going on for 9,000 years at this point. Like, you can't get better than that. Yep. Uh, games for impact. Uh, this is for thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. A memo. Oh, I don't know any of these. I don't know any of these. So I'm going to close my eyes. Memoir blue. That's my favorite color. Memoir blue. We love it. We got to keep going. Period. Best performance, voice acting, mocap, etc. Ashley Birch from Horizon Forbidden West. Charlotte McBurney from A Plague Tale Requiem. Christopher Judge from God of War Ragnarok. Man Engaged, Mortality, or Sonny Soljic, which is the boy in God of War Ragnarok. Christopher Judge. Christopher that Judge. was the guy I was talking about from uh from Stargate that one yes. that was when we did it. So yes, <laughs> yes. Absolutely, absolutely. It's Christopher it's Judge. Great. He's gotta go up there. He's gotta say boy. He you did that one year. I think it was yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Boy. I, I saw the TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, best audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, or Horizon Forbidden West. Best audio design. I've played absolutely zero of these, so I don't know. And plus, I play with my game sounds muted. Shoot me if you must. But I, what are you watching? What are you listening to? My friends in Discord yelling Silence? at me, calling oh, me an okay. idiot, or listening, or having something on in the background. Little Nas X, some Star Wars. <laughs> you have no audio. How do you know what's going on? Oh no, Cresta. I'm smart. Okay, so fun fact: when we play League of Legends, people are like you don't hear that Scion alt coming. I'm like, no. <laughs> i'm gonna be surprised. like i'm gonna be more like cresta that's toxic i love it i love that <laughs> like what do you you didn't hear that cue you didn't know you didn't hear eve go invisible we all heard it <laughs> <laughs> well then you're the wrong person to talk to about best audio design uh i'm gonna I'm pick i don't know gran turismo 7 wild card why not i like cars cars go room um, best score in music, A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hell Singer, or Xenoblade Chronicles 3. This is the only time Metal Hell Singer's up there, and this is what they should win. Best score in music. Each level is a song in its own right. Uh, it 
depending on how, I'm so flustered because it's so good. Uh, I think you came in on a stream when I was playing it, but yeah, oh, uh, I know exactly. Game it, yes, yes, no, that one wins, period, bar none, because it's it, a however, literal music game. However, you, yeah, it's a music game. Each song, they had a bunch of famous musicians play for this, and each song, depending on how well you're doing, mm -hmm. it changes depending on what's going on in the level, it changes. It's so good. Metal Health Singer has oh, to yes. win it. Shout out to Matt Galley. He recommended it and shout out to the sponsor that bought me the game um best art direction elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west scorn or stray best art direction i do like um horizon forbidden west i did like that that art looks style. so pretty and, and it, in comparison to everything else that and Stray are the only ones that are ever variant everything else is very pretty everything is very pretty but these two art styles were just different pretty but different i want to say horizon forbidden west i do like that art style i do it's it's different it's different i this is one i don't think elden ring has the upper hand on i think mm -hmm. everything else has an upper hand or everything else elden ring has the upper hand on it but for this one i just don't think elden ring's that pretty uh, in comparison, like the, yeah, in comparison to the other ones, I mean, you could say that the art designs of these characters in Elden Ring are ugly, pretty. Like, mm. oh, it's so beautiful how how ugly it looks. But Scorn looked really ugly too. So I don't know. This one's up in the air for me. Uh, yeah, any of those really. Best narrative: A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, or Immortality for best narrative. Ragnarok because God of War Ragnarok. That we one, don't gotta yeah. care. It. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna <laughs> win it. Has best has a great story. Best yeah. game direction. Uh best game direction, which is different than game of the year. Mm -hmm. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, or Stray. This one again might go to God of War. However, I will say that Stray. As far as a game direction, if there was a Stray 2 or something like a sequel, prequel, a lot of people would play it. It was a, it was such a good story. Kind of with God of War, we knew where this was kind of going. The name of the title is literally Ragnarok. I know what I'm getting, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's probably I, going to God of War, though. It's tough. Yeah, I think for these top ones, it's going to be a toss-up. Yeah. Just depending on whichever one got the most votes, really, how, it, how the question hit somebody's ears like oh do you like the direction of this game or do you like the direction of the story when of this game i mean it could go mm -hmm. many ways you can interpret best game direction uh i'll say elden ring just to be uh different okay. than you but game of the year uh this is the one this is the one y'all been waiting for <laughs> a plague tale requiem elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west stray or xenoblade chronicles 3 I, I know a lot of people still ahead. play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh -huh. Don't know anything about it. But uh, shout out to Stray for being up there. <laughs> Yay. Okay, what do you what do you think? I want to give a special shout out to Horizon Forbidden West and Xenoblade because and Plague Tale. Because to quote Vince McMahon, no chance. That's what <laughs> you got. And, I, and I'm not saying that because you're bad games. By no means. You are a 15 in a room of 25s. And Stray is a 24, and that hurts my heart. <laughs> I love Stray. I want Stray to win this. However, this is really a fight between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. And it's only a fight because God of War Ragnarok just came out. 
And if it didn't just came out, sorry, Elden Ring. I don't know. I think this is going to God of War. But going back to our God of War episode, how fair is that you just came out? I don't Honest, know. I don't know. I would feel so bad if Elden Ring doesn't win Game of the Year. Because they had it. They had it for so long. Most of the year. We talked a bunch about it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to see it on Thursday. We're going to figure out who actually wins. Next week, we're going to go over some of these winners next Saturday. So if you want to know and get, if you're like, I want to know what they think about who actually won, come back mm-hmm. next Saturday. We're probably going to take a, a look at that as well next Saturday. But who do you think should win all of these categories? There's a ton of categories. Let us know. Send us a KYN chat, kynchat.com. Uh, it's going to be in the description of this video or a super chat. If you're like, I really want this one game. I'm <laughs> I'm super in this community. flying through the sky. <laughs> Yeah, so those are all the categories. It was 31 categories. We got through all of them, but we still need to get the answer to the question of the day. Cresta, what was the question of the day one more time, and what was the answer to it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, in case you missed the question of the day at the top of the show, the question was during the very first Game Awards, what game won Game of the Year? Your options were Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. Again, that was during the very first Game Awards. What game won Game of the Year? If you're watching this later on YouTube or wherever you have us on your gaming gone weird devices, I hope you wrote down your comment already. Because the answer is Dragon Age Inquisition. When, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. I was going to say, when, um, when I saw this question, I was like, I wouldn't even know. I thought Bayonetta 2 kind of just came out as Bayonetta 3. The years kind of just meld all together. Mm-hmm. And the clue was that the first Game Awards were in 2014. So try to piece together. But I do remember Dragon Age being the hot shit back in the day. Cresta, where were you in 2014? My house. <laughs> I mean, like, mentally. Where Made were of panic. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gaming Gone Weird. <laughs> don't need to say anything else um make sure to hit that subscribe button on this channel we come here and enjoy and be weird about video games every saturday we would love for you to join us again next saturday and for forever because we're going to be doing this forever leave a like on this video hit that thumbs up uh so that they know that you like us and we can get put into the youtube algae and uh they can do stuff in there and be like oh my god they're doing so great they could be number one on youtube um with your like but i appreciate everybody being here cresta where can they find you on the internet my house i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> in a state of panic on twitter in a state of panic in my house my name is cresta star you can find me on twitter at cresta the star for as long as twitter's going on because um, by the end of the year we all gotta go to bumble or whatever that is the, bumble whatever. not bumble i have hive all i know it was dates. a b app i knew it was a b app it was hive it's hive i'm sorry okay. yeah. um Anywhere you can find me, anywhere you can type Cresta Star, except for Twitter, where it says Cresta the Star. If you head to my Twitter, there is a link tree bio. There is a link tree link in my bio that you can click and you can find everywhere at what I do. On Thursdays, I cover the post impact show with Joe Pearl over on Fightful. And Mondays and Wednesdays, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Cresta Star, watching Monday Night Raw and Wednesday Night Dynamite, respectively, with you. Jules, where can the lovely people find you and engage in your content, consume the human that is Jules? 
I am on the internet, Jules the Human at J U L E S the Human on all social media on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I stream over there. I also have another podcast called the Jules and Matt Anime Hour, where me and Matt Galley we talk about anime. We're done with Black Clover. Get that out of here. We're going to be watching a new anime called Gatchaman Crowds, and it's our first time watching it, and we're going to give our opinions, and hopefully, I like it because I'm stuck with it for three weeks. And <laughs> We talk about anime over there. It streams live on Twitch on Thursdays, and it's put up on my YouTube channel after that. So if you want to go check out some of the, the other podcasts I do, uh, youtube.com slash Jules the Human. But here every Saturday with Cresta being weird and talking about video games. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.